Wherever you are in your adoption journey, we are a community centered around love, trust, and respect for the experience and opportunities that have made us families. We promise to share, encourage, support, and celebrate the day-to-day of adoptive mamahood together. I'm Liz. And I'm Sarah. And together, we are Two Adoptive Mamas. Hey, Mamas. Welcome back to the Two Adoptive Mamas podcast. It's Sarah and Liz. Hi, Liz. Hello. It's just the two of us tonight because we are here to record our season two finale, which is such a blessing and also just kind of wild. I can't believe that we are closing in on season two and planning season three and all the things, right? It's really surreal. I was reflecting on it with my dad um, and he was just like, oh my gosh, you've already done two seasons. And it does. It feels like we've been doing this for a while and, and with you all for a while. And yet Um, it also kind of feels like we blinked and all of a sudden we're here looking at a third season, but yeah, it's become a really sweet rhythm in our weeks and we're hopeful, hoping and thankful if it has done the same for you. Um, yeah. So let's take a look back see what we let's take a look back. (laughs) Let's look in that rear view mirror see where we've been. And then we'll kind of share where we're going. Okay. So if we're taking it all the way back to the first episode of season two, we got to sit down with Mary Beth Chapman and Emily Emily Chapman Richards, excuse me, (laughs) who was at that time, the executive director of show hope. Um, we were super excited, right? Liz. I mean, it was kind of like a fangirl moment. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. We had to like give ourselves the first couple minutes of that recording, um, to just like level off and (laughs) come down off cloud nine. But then what was so awesome about it is that both Emily and Mary Beth, they were so real and so down to earth and just so relatable moms, um, adoption advocates. And it was just really awesome to hear their heart and hear more about the medical grant opportunity that's new through show hope. Um, and even, they even kind of got back to the roots of, um, you know, how they started show hope and just, you know, their family and their family's story. And, um, it was just all together, a really awesome way to kick off season two. That's true. We have set the bar pretty high for our season uh, premieres. Premieres? No. First episode? I don't know what they're called. For yeah, a podcast. Premiere. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> it was pretty great. <laughs> it was really um, exciting. Yeah. I also loved um, going all the way back to the beginning, our episode with Mr. or Professor Matt Quaid um, and specifically talking about adoptive parents at work, which interestingly, the Chapmans and Emily Chapman Richards, what uh, they were. Um, But I'm just, you know, thinking through some of the things that he specifically highlighted as a result of his research um, and then reflecting on my own past six months as a working adoptive parent. Um, I just love some of the things that he really highlighted, making sure that we find people and other adoptive parents for support. And I think that that's something that we really hope to do with this podcast is helping others have a common language or highlighting that common language that we use in the adoptive and foster care community. And then really placing that value on community is so important. Um, I've just really seen the power that it's had, uh, 
having that foundational understanding um, of people who get it and being able to like go to them in the moments. So um, I was reflecting upon that recently and just how cool it is to see community in, in like our day to day. Um, but then also even connecting it with what you just shared, Sarah, like how Emily and Mary Beth value community and how they view community through show hope and the work that they're doing there and how they're helping, um, create communities with adoption in, in the center. So anyway, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I remember vividly, you know, when we got to talking with Matt, he so succinctly, um, kind of highlighted, some of the struggles or challenges or thoughts we might even have, you know, when we are, um, working full-time and also managing, um, you know, the transition, um, that can come with, that does come with adoption and foster care. And, um, I think it was kind of freeing to bring that conversation to light. And, um, I feel like, after that episode, it kind of sparked conversation between my husband and I, and Liz, I know that you and I kept talking about it and it kind of became this lens that we were able to evaluate other things through just because of the research that he shared and also his own experience. Um, and then I remember you and I Liz, sharing how we kind of had to like build the plane while it was flying when it came to our first professional, um, or not our first professional jobs, but, um, you know, the, the opportunity we had to kind of share with others about our adoption story, but also advocate for the needs of our families, um, as we added to them. So, yeah, I think asking those difficult questions and advocating for yourself is always hard. And then it just seems extra hard sometimes in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And so we fatigue, I feel like uh, for asking for help, you know, we're, constantly advocating for our children and asking for help with them or for them in some capacity in all different facets of life. So sometimes to feel like you have to do it at work just seems exhausting and listening to, um, the fact that one, we're not alone and two, it is hard and three, it is worth it was all just really empowering and a really good encouragement to kind of keep going. So if you're listening now you should go back and listen to that episode and then be encouraged to keep asking for what you need. Um, because the answer is always no, if you never ask. Definitely. And I think even if you're a person listening, that is a supervisor of someone who, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, has is overseeing a team that maybe someone has a family because of adoption and foster care. Um, it just gives you some good things to think about. Absolutely. All right. So, so yeah, what yeah, are some ahead. I know. I was just going to ask like, what are some other favorite themes or things that you learned? (laughs) Yeah. Continuing our tour of season two. (laughs) So I, something that really stood out to me and actually, um, not by coincidence, but this is our most downloaded episode ever. So shout out to Kelly and Rebecca, um, and the episode that was about the best friend I never knew I had. Um, I think what stuck out to me was just the power of the triad. Um, I think so it was a really unique opportunity. If you haven't listened to to this episode, um, I'm not recalling right now the exact number, but you can find it on our website. Um, we got to hear from Kelly, who is an adoptee. We got to hear from Rebecca, um, who is Kelly's biological sister, um, but was raised by her birth mother, um, biological mother. Um, and then we kind of got to hear this just unique story of creating relationship between an adoptive mom and a birth mom and just 
kind of how it all comes together. And I don't think often you get to, to have all that perspective in one conversation. Um, and I think so often we're focused in on one part of the triad and that's, that's not wrong. I mean, in different phases or seasons of adoption and foster care, you have to be more focused on one than the other. But when you kind of take a step back and look at that 30,000 foot view and look at all the pieces of the puzzle and all the lives that came together to create a certain situation, um, it's really powerful. I don't know if I could have said it better. I think that was a, a memorable story um, that we, I was humbled to listen to and grateful that we were able to share um, because I think it shows all the things that you just highlighted. So well done. And For sure. one of the other things that I really, I guess, appreciated and continue to appreciate about this project and about this podcast um, is that constant reminder of why it is that we are living this journey. Why did, um, why did we adopt? Why were we called to this? And I think that the, the stories like Kelly and Rebecca um, really lend itself to a great reminder um, of how God has called us to this life and has called us to adoptions, um, our own spiritual adoption, and then called us to live this life, to adopt, um, our kiddos, um, or foster our kiddos and basically love on, on those who need it, let and love on the orphans. So, um, I was reminded of that in Kelly and Rebecca. I was reminded of that in Luke's episode. I was reminded of that in Trisha's episode. I was reminded of that quite often, <laughs> but just being able to remind, you know, constantly see the beauty of God's heart and his love for us. And then how that is pictured through this adoption that we have on earth. Um, and just being, you know, constantly pushed to, to look at that grander vision is really great. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. It's something that really resonated, um, with me when we got to sit down with Trisha Preby for a second time, she talked about the sovereignty of God's plan, um, you know, for both an adoptee and a birth mom and an adoptive mom. And it's a point, um, of reference in season two that I've shared time and time again with others, because I do think that sometimes there's this narrative that, um, you know, if you're looking at the adoptee, um, perhaps they're living like plan B for their life. And we got to unpack that a little bit with Trisha. And I think she put into words something I had thought of, but not really ever been able to verbalize. And that I believe my calling as an adoptive mom, I believe in the calling on my daughter's life to be an adoptee and how she will use that story for God's glory and, and however else, you know, he wills that in her life. And, and also for, um, for her birth parents, um, you know, that it was a calling on their life. And we know that adoption comes from brokenness, but we also know that there is sin and brokenness in the, in the world, um, since the fall. And that's, that's just part of how it is here. Right. So, um, so just trusting in the sovereignty of God's plan, for each part of the triad and that it was by no mistake, um, and with great intention. Well, another well said point and interesting as a, um, you know, looking back on that episode with Trisha and then thinking about some others, we had a pretty prominent theme about talking about adoption this mm-hmm. season and talking about adoption with others, but also with your kids. Um, and I think that was a really cool, facet of Trisha's story that she's an adoptee and an adoptive parent and being able again to touch on all those important points of the triad um, and how that is beautiful 
on the sovereignty of God. So yeah, all right, well, you know me, Sarah, I'm really, really practical. <laughs> and so one of my favorite themes for um, this specific season was kind of going deeper um, into how do we live the day to day. And I think for, for me and for um, our family, a really big component of that is this sensory integration piece and understanding occupational therapy and services. And so I was reminded of um, the one that we did about post-adoption support with Cheryl and also specifically the one about sensory integration with Krista and um, being able to, well, I guess it's been cool to have those reminders, um, as we continue to learn more. Um, I learned a lot of things during those recordings and during those episodes and being able to constantly check myself. So when I'm looking at my kids and seeing their actions or their reactions to things, um, or my actions and reactions and how am I responding with, um, like, that trust-based relationship that empowered to connect talks about, am I talking about with an understanding or excuse me, am I responding with an understanding of their sensory needs? Um, and how can I get back to a point of stability so that we can really connect, um, and I can help them grow. And so I think being able to take a little bit of a deeper dive and what's happening in the brain and what's going on sensory, um, from a sensory standpoint, that was really helpful. And it really does. It's really something that at least for our family, it impacts my day to day. And, and I'm hopeful that it will for some other listeners as well. Yeah, definitely. And we kind of started some of those conversations in season one. And I think what was really great is we got to continue to dive even deeper in season two, and we will continue to dive deeper in season three and and whatever comes after that, because really there's, you can't dive deep enough, right? Um, there's so much to learn and understand and be able to, you know, potentially apply in our day to day. And I think that season two had a good mix of, you know, big picture, but also day to day, practical nitty gritty, like how do we thrive through this day, um, type of thing. So, yeah. And I think, if we're switching and thinking about how do we look towards season three for you all as our listeners and our followers, um, we want to keep having conversations that are hard and that are maybe not talked about or, uh, should be talked about, but maybe not talked about, um, positively, or I don't know how else to say that. (laughs) Yeah, no, (laughs) I think we want to, we want to make sure that we're having the right conversations and, um, and putting resources at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was some, there was some topics. I mean, I'm thinking back to the, you know, we talked with Cindy LaJoy about reactive attachment disorder. Like that was a tough one, Um, but she was amazing. And I love like after that people reached out to me and they were saying, wow, that was like so informative. And she was so real. And like, without people like Cindy, we wouldn't be able to resource other moms or families who might be experiencing the same thing. And, and then you look at like a bigger, or I shouldn't say bigger, but a more generalized, like global issue that we just discussed with Megan last week and caring for orphans across the world and, um, kind of unpacking a narrative that has been ingrained in some ways as okay. Um, and what that really means and what that looks like when it's translated through life on life. Um, so yeah, we're going to keep having the conversations. Um, if you are subscribed to our newsletter, um, you will have read, um, that most of our brainstorming and strategic planning and 
thoughts without interruption happen in the weeks that we are not recording and getting an episode out to you all. Um, I hope it seems seamless on your end of things, but it's truly a miracle sometimes that we get an episode into your hands on a Tuesday morning because of what, what might be going on behind the scenes. Um, but it's really, it's a gift no matter what, and we wouldn't trade it for anything. So as we kind of plan for the future and for season three, um, we will definitely keep you updated on our socials. We'll be a little more quiet there over the next 12 weeks. Um, but then once we are through those 12 weeks, we'll be back for six months, right, Liz? Yeah, well, that's our goal. Um, and I, goal. Was gonna, I was going to say, like, let's just put the date out there. June 7th. Let's go. June 7th. <laughs> I didn't even know that was the date, but June 7th it is. Be ready. <laughs> We're coming with season three. So We're coming. Yeah. We are so grateful to all of you for listening and for supporting us. Um, shameless plug. If you're interested in keeping two adoptive mamas going, we would love to have you as a patron on our Patreon um, or a newsletter follower to get all of the info um, or a prayer warrior just to make sure that we are reaching out um, to the moms who need it. And this is truly a podcast for moms who need it by moms who get it most of the time. <laughs> we're still learning too. And we're really grateful to be in this journey with you. So until the next time, my friends, you've got this mama. Mama.